Hello and welcome to the Inner Work Conversation. I am Nikki Cross, a personal development expert with over 18 years experience developing leaders, entrepreneurs and business owners. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of the inner work to get you out of your own way by helping you take what you learn here and put it into practice so you can truly thrive in life and in business. And by the way, before we dive in, if you want to work with me and take this work even deeper, just pop me a message and inquire about my services or head to tlb.org.uk UK, TLB stands for Thrive Life and Business, where you'll find all the information that you need. So without further ado, let's get stuck in. Hello, welcome back if you are regular and welcome if you are new. I am so happy that you are here. And since it's the beginning of the month, I want to let you know that each month on the Inner Work Conversation, I'm going to be bringing you a different intention, a different theme, a different focus that all of the episodes in that month are based around. It's really just something to give me a bit of a flexible framework, like I mentioned in the last episode. So what you'll notice is all episodes in May 2023 are linked back to the theme of embracing your evolution. This is all about growth and changing and learning and embracing challenges and dare I say it, enjoying the process. (laughs) And I am here for it. So I want to start this episode off by telling you the intention that I have for you in this episode. I know that if you are here, you are someone who is deeply invested in their own personal development. I know that you are someone who is in business and therefore probably (laughs) has a lot of opportunity to evolve and grow. The way I see it is this, look, we're never not doing personal development. I think that it can get confused. I think that, you know, when people say I'm really into personal development, I do a lot of personal development. They think that that's all about the reading of the books, the listening to the podcasts, the being interested in personal development themes. That's not the way I see it. And please keep in mind, I speak from an experienced place. I have 18 years in learning and development, people development, leadership development. And so the way I see it is formal personal development is like one part of it. It's like 10%, you know, reading the books, doing the workshops, listening to the podcasts. That's 10%. I think 20% is like coaching, like the work that I do with my clients. It's shadowing, it's mentoring, it's being coached, it's having your mind and how you perceive the world expanded. I think that a huge percentage of personal development is just us living our lives. It's literally just us navigating normal life and business, riding the roller coaster and navigating the terrain and the ups and downs of life and business. I think that's where most of our personal development is actually facilitated. And so on the topic of this month, embracing your evolution, where I want to kick us off is by helping you to see where you might be struggling with your own personal development and where that's holding you back from getting what you want. But my intention for you in this episode is to reconnect you to yourself, is to sort of cut out the bullshit and the noise and the sort of fancy concepts of personal development and just really bring it back to the core basics of three things that if you want to be having a better time with your personal development, if you want to be more connected to yourself along your journey of navigating life and business, if you are someone who's finding it hard, 
If you're finding your own evolution difficult, this is probably the episode for you to listen to. I think on our way to what we want, what we want to be, what we want to do, what we want to have, we can bump up against ourselves and wonder why it's so hard for us. Personal development, navigating life and business, One of the first things that I notice when my clients come to work with me at the beginning, they seem to think that it's a them thing, that it's feeling so rough. If you're finding navigating life and business difficult, if you're finding that hard, that's normal, you know. (laughs) Just want to say that that is a very normal feeling to have. I just don't want you to give yourself shit upon shit. When I talk about making it easier for yourself, what I'm not talking about there is trying to make the circumstances of your life and business easier. What I am talking about is when you are navigating challenge and navigating struggle, what I'm talking about there is not doing so in a way that you add shit on top of shit. You give yourself an even harder time when things are already difficult. And what I'm really proud of with my own clients inside one-to-one and inside the Thrive First Method is that what they're doing as they're evolving through this journey and the work that we're doing together is they're actually seeing that regardless of what I do in my outer world, regardless of what actions I take, what can happen a lot of the time is when we don't live up to our own expectation of what we thought we should have done, how well we thought we should have done something, it can cause us to completely self-sabotage and detonate our own self-esteem and make it really mean something about us. So I want to present to you three reasons why you might be struggling with your own personal development, your own evolution, and therefore why you might not be getting where you want to go, why you might not be being who you want to be or having what you want to have. Reason number one, You haven't learned yet to evolve healthily. You can fail your way to success. I, from personal experience, know that my greatest achievements that I feel the proudest of have never come from me doing it perfectly. They've never come from me putting something perfect together. They've always just came from me taking action, trusting myself that it's good enough, trusting myself that even what I'm producing now, even the actions that I'm taking now, I might look back on these actions in a day, a week, a month, a year's time and go, oh my God, Nikki, that was shit. (laughs) And be able to laugh at myself and be able to give myself grace. Let's start there. To evolve healthily means developing a relationship with yourself where you are able to look back and give yourself grace. Too many people do not understand and cannot practice the concept of giving themselves grace and it is fucking them up. It is fucking you up if you are not able to look backwards, take the lessons, have a look. Did I I succeed at that? Did I fail? Did I meet that goal? Did I not? What lessons can I take from that? What could I have done differently without giving yourself a load of shit, without shaming yourself, without making it mean something about yourself? Too many of you are looking back and making it mean that you are a failure, making it mean that you are bad at it. This is what I love about the voice note access that I have with my clients. When they voice note me and they're like, right, since our last call, I've done this, this, and this. And you know what? I really fucked that up. It must just mean that I'm just not meant to be doing this. I just must not. We're talking about things like I had the difficult conversation with my team. 
It didn't go to plan. It didn't go the way I wanted it to go. I just think that I just must be really bad at difficult conversations. We're talking about those kinds of sweeping statements that we place on ourselves when we are evolving and we are developing skill in business. And when we try something and we don't do it as we, it doesn't go the way we thought it should go, or we don't do it in the manner in which we expected ourselves to, instead of looking back with really factual and objective eyes and being like, cool, that didn't go the way that I'd planned it to go. And doing a genuinely factual observation, looking backwards to be able to take the lessons and the wisdom and move forwards. What I see a lot of clients doing at the very beginning is looking backwards, seeing where they failed and making it mean something about them. Looking backwards, seeing where they failed and making that their identity. You know, someone in the Thrive First Method just this week on Monday, I said, has anyone got any reservations about what they've mapped in for their week? Do you feel like you might bump up against yourself anywhere? Do you need to plan in some self-support? And And someone put something in the chat. It wasn't these exact words, but it was something along the lines of, I never do what I say I'm going to do. Like, I can't trust myself. And I'm like, you do realize that the more you shine a light and give that thought the microphone, the more you will perpetuate that identity within yourself. The more you put that sweeping statement on yourself and you don't give yourself grace by looking at the truth So yeah, there may be situations whereby you didn't do what you said you were going to do and there might be good reason for that. Or there might be shit reason for that. You might literally just not done what you said you were going to do and for no apparent reason other than you couldn't be asked. But the more you paint a picture of yourself that says, I am shit, I am bad, I am wrong, I don't do what I say I'm going to do and you start making it about who you are, that right there is going to make it so hard for you to evolve. The more you decide who you are and you put negative labels on yourself, the harder it's going to be for you to evolve. And I I just want to sort of pause the episode there and really make reflect that back to you, have a think about it. Have a think about the ideas that you have of yourself and the identities that you hold to be true about yourself. And in all of that, how much you are practicing grace. And when I say practicing grace, I want to share something with you here. Although I've been in the learning and development world since I was 18, so I know the theory, I know how it works. I get it. Like deeply, I get it. I still want to share with you that I have to practice grace on a regular basis. And what that looks like for me is it looks like pausing and just noticing the thoughts that are naturally coming out of my little mind chatter, my little fucking inner critic chatterbox that likes to give me shit on a daily basis. And it looks like creating space between those thoughts for me to see, is that true? So something I shared on my Instagram yesterday, I'm going to read it out to you. I've picked up running again. Um, It's something that I, I love to run because from from a mental health perspective, that's it. Um, and really being humbled by <laughs> what my body can and can't do. And here's what I posted on Instagram yesterday. It says, that was quite possibly the worst run I've ever done. Allow me to share what my mind naturally and automatically had to say about it whilst I was running. You're so unfit. Was there even any point? You shouldn't be finding it this hard. You used to be able to do this. All of those thoughts are judgment thoughts. 
And if I just allow myself to think them, it's really going to impact not only that run, but it's also going to impact what I do moving forwards as well. Because when I get home and I'm and I'm carrying those thoughts, you're so unfit. Was there even any point? You shouldn't be finding it this hard. You used to be able to do this. If I carry those thoughts into my next run, it's not going to go well. We all know how that's going to go. And even if it does go well, I'm going to feel like shit because I'm speaking to myself like shit. So what grace looks like is stopping, pausing, letting go of judgment against myself, allowing it to be hard, allowing it to be hard, letting the discomfort be normal without making it mean anything about me. And from that place, I can adjust my pace. I can correct my breath. I can enjoy the run. And it's exactly the same in business and it's exactly the same in your personal development. Your mind will notice the discomfort of you trying something and failing, you fucking something up, you not achieving what you want to achieve, whatever, whatever. Your mind will notice the discomfort and it will present it to you as one, a problem, two, making it means there's something wrong with you inherently, or you, you just must be generally shit at that thing, which is a very fixed mindset. One of the things that my clients learn to do is develop a growth mindset with themselves that says, yeah, that might have gone pretty badly, but I'm learning how to do that. And when you experience this discomfort, prepare for your mind to make it feel like that's not normal. Like you should be experiencing something different and the fact that you're not, that's not normal. So it is so important to learn how to separate your thoughts and your feelings from your actions. And yeah, you can shame yourself into doing the thing, of course you can, but not sustainably and not with your self-esteem intact. So on this first point of why you might be struggling with your personal development in your own evolution, I think it's really important to highlight that if you have not learned the skill of evolving healthily, that might be what you're experiencing. You might be experiencing a lot of self-shaming, a lot of self-judgment, and that might be hindering what you then put into practice and into action in business. Do you see how the running uh, metaphor the running example is a great um, way to see that. It's the same in business. It's the same in business. If all of you're doing is trying and then giving yourself shit because it wasn't good enough, what you're not doing is giving yourself grace and being able to look back with truth and find the truth, yeah? So let's say, for example, just before I move on, let's say that you said, right then, in my business, I want to I want to generate 20Ks worth of revenue this month. That's what I want to do. And I know how to do it and I've done it before and it's within reach for me. And you want, you generate 10K. So you hit 50% of your target. Someone who has not developed a healthy way to evolve will look for all of the reasons, all of the things that are wrong with them inherently as a human and they'll start giving themselves a load of shit and they'll start making it mean something about them and their ability to do that thing again in future. And they'll start making it mean that they just must not be the type of person that can do these things. They must be inherently bad at it, right? Judgment, judgment, shame, shame. What I'm asking you to do is practice giving yourself grace, looking back and taking the lessons and moving forward with those lessons and with that wisdom. I'm asking you to be compassionate towards yourself without thinking that that's you letting yourself off the hook. 
Being compassionate with yourself looks like seeing all of the reasons why you didn't do what you said you were going to do. Looks like being compassionate with yourself looks like noticing where your conditioning from your professional conditioning, your upbringing, whatever, where your conditioning might have made it harder for you to do the thing that you said you were going to do. That's grace. Grace is being able to navigate the ups and downs of life and business with a healthy dose of self-respect as opposed to giving yourself shit. So that's number one. Number one reason why you might be struggling with your personal development and your own evolution is you haven't learned yet how to evolve in a healthy way. And before I move into number two, shameless plug, if this is the work that you feel called to do, this is what I do as my job. <laughs> I help people learn how to develop and grow and evolve in a way that serves them, in a way that is self-supportive, in a way that helps them develop the skills within them to evolve in a, into who they want to become, what they want to be, do and have that doesn't shit on who they are now <laughs> or their past selves, that. So there's your invitation. Let's move into number two. In fact, let me pause here. I think I've got a little ad break. Wait there. Jumping in with a 30 seconds interruption to this episode to share a message from the podcast sponsor. Me. That's right. I'm sponsoring my own podcast. Hashtag back yourself. Did you know that my work expands beyond my one-to-one -one coaching services? Not only do individuals hire me to guide them through the inner work, but I also run the Thrive First method and work with companies as their resident coach and trainer. Just pop me a message on contact at tlb.org.uk and I'll happily jump on a call and help you assess which is the best fit option for you. Now let's get back to the episode. Listen, I haven't done enough self-promotion lately, and so I am bringing some of that shit in. So let's move on to number two. Number two. <laughs> number two is when we get so busy looking around, looking at other people, looking at where they are, comparing ourselves against them, that we're not creating what we want for ourselves. This is so important. We can often trick ourselves into thinking we're taking action because we're spending energy on consuming, but we're not actually doing anything with that consumption. We can read the books. We can do the personal development, like I talked about earlier on in the episode. We can buy the workshops. We can pay for the gym pass. And all of that, putting your energy and effort and money into something can make it feel like you're taking action, can make it feel like you should be making progress. But actually, what you're not doing when you're listening to the books or reading the books and watching the workshops or putting the YouTube video on with the Tai Chi and you're sitting on the couch watching the person on YouTube doing Tai Chi. And I'm saying that because that's a very specific example I know because it's what I've done. <laughs> We're not taking the action. Putting the YouTube video on with the person doing Tai Chi and sitting on the couch and watching them is very different than going and putting yourself out of your comfort zone in your local community fitness center with old people in a, in a Tai Chi class and being a beginner and watching those old people laugh at you. I know this is a very specific example because it's happened to me. <laughs> it's happened to me. It was so easy. It was so easy to sit on the couch and watch the Tai Chi video and go, that looks really cool, but not be a beginner at it, not actually practicing it. It was fucking vulnerable to step into that class and be a beginner and watch the old people completely giggle at me. 
And it's also a practice in being a beginner. It's a practice in not taking yourself too seriously. And it's a fucking practice at taking action as a vote towards who you want to be, what you want to do, what you want to achieve. There is nothing wrong with the things that you want to do, be, and have. However, where we fuck ourselves over is we think that by spending time and energy and money on things, but not taking action, we feel like we are taking action when we're not. And we feel like we should be making progress. We feel a sense of entitlement to make progress when we're not actually doing less of what we don't want to be doing, doing more of what we do want to be doing and doing things differently. And I think that a lot of us can feel entitled to results that actually we only feel like we deserve because we're reading the books and we're taking the courses. But actually, when you're really honest with yourself, the actions that you're taking to create change in your own life, they're not, they're not representative of the compounding small steps that will actually create change. That, that is exactly what I mean. And the second point on this, when, when I say number two, you're so busy looking at where other people and around you and consuming things that you're not actually creating it for yourself. I'm not saying that creating things for yourself is easy. I'm really not. I would love to be able to do Tai Chi, but what I have learned is it's not as easy as it looks. <laughs> One last thing on this point and then I'll move on. What I think a lot of us can do is we can compare ourselves to where others are. You know, how many of you have gone, well, I'm at this age, or not even compare yourself to where others are, like compare yourself to where you think you should be. You know, I'm this age, I should be here by now, I should be there by now. It's almost like we compare ourselves to the societal norm or the professional norm of what we believe good looks like at this stage. And it can be a certain age, it can be I'm three years into business, things should look more like this, this and this now. Or, um, you know, I'm this age and that person's this age, or I'm at this stage and that person's at the same stage, but, and yet we are doing different things and having different results. And I think we can pour so much of our energy and focus and attention into comparing ourselves, into seeing where we fare up against other people and their path, or even where we fare up against our own judgments of where we think we should be. And we sort of get to the end of the day and we're like, but I'm no further along. But I feel like I've spent all of this energy on stuff. But what you haven't done is taken any steps. What you haven't done is take aligned action, aligned to a direction that is meaningful to you, goals that mean something to you. It's so easy to get so fucking wrapped up in personal development and evolution that you forget the part of your own evolution is using your life and business as your facilitator of your own growth. I sometimes, when clients come to me for the first time, I say to them, do me a favor, just for our journey together, just don't stop consuming. Stop consuming. Stop buying books. Stop listening to podcasts. Just just for the next three months, or even for the next month, can you just stop consuming and can you come back to yourself? Because the more we put our energy and effort into consumption, the further away from ourselves we can sometimes be. And the more we feel entitled to a result that we haven't actually taken the compounding steps to work towards. The third reason why you might be struggling with your personal development and you might not be getting what you want, which also, by the way, might make you want to punch me in the face, <laughs> but it is that you are really committed to old stories about yourself. 
some of the things that I have had to address and shift through in my own evolution as a business owner are stories that I was really committed to because while I was committed to the stories about who I was, about my self-concept, about my identity, while I was committed to them, I didn't have to do the work to shift out of them. So if I give you an example, a personal example, it will really help to help the understanding. Um, I find that with personal stories, you guys say to me, although that it's what resonates with you the most, right? It's like, although you are in, might be in a completely different situation to me and struggling with a completely different thing. What I love that you guys do with these episodes is take my stories and go, yeah, that applies to me in this way. So please do that with what I'm about to say. So for a long, long time in my business, I was operating under the shoulds of you know, who I was and what I did. So, you know, am I in leadership development? But if I'm in leadership development, some people don't see that they're a leader and oh, it was all like eh, and <laughs> messy and not messy on the outside, but it felt messy because there was a long time where I was committed to this story I was telling myself about. I'm just not being clear on who I, what I do and who I do it for. What I want to call myself out on is actually, I did struggle with that, but I was committed to struggling with that because while I was committed to struggling with it, I didn't have to do anything to change it. It's the same, right? If you are someone who says, oh, I always fill in the blank, you know, I always don't follow through with what I say I was going to do. I always avoid the gym. I all, I never do this. I, the more committed you are to upholding an identity or a story about yourself, the less you have to do the work to work through it. So, and really easy, and I'm going to give you a tip on this, a really easy way for you to move through stories that you're holding to be true about yourself that don't serve you. They, they do not serve you. They do not serve who you are. They do not serve how you show up for yourself in life and how you show up for others in life and in business. Those stories those stories that are disempowering, that might speak to an old version of who you have been, and you might have evidence of how that's played out for you in the past, but it's not, it doesn't have to be true for you moving forward. There are really easy things that you can do. You can say, yeah, I'm working on being clearer. Every day, I am working on being clearer and clearer with what I do and who I do it for. I'm getting clarity around that. I'm making it clearer to myself and others every single day. You can position things to yourself that does not uphold um, an old identity. And other people will notice. So as an example, one of my lovely friends who actually used to be a one-to-one -one client right at the beginning, three years ago of me opening my business, she texts me today and she's, I'm literally looking at the message now. She says, I don't know what it is. Maybe the phase of your cycle, she means menstrual cycle, <laughs> but damn, you are on fire with your marketing at the moment and I am here for it. And I text her back and said, this is really interesting. Can I ask? What is it that you're actually noticing? Because I've intentionally shifted approach and it's interesting to me that you have noticed this because she's someone who we know each other really, really well, like really well. She'd sent me a voice note and she said, you know what? It's like the unapologetic, 
unapologetic energy of how you're showing up. It's not something that I can put my neck, my finger on, but it's you showing up in a way that says, this is what I do. This is who I'm for. This is how you can work with me. Here are the opportunities. And I said, you know what? It's not a cycle thing. It's an intentional. I am no longer committed to old stories of myself and I am creating my own future type of shit. That was my message back to her. Because the more I, the more committed I am to an old story about myself, the less willing and able and easy I am making it to create a different story. The more I put my running shoes on for a run and say, oh yeah, but I'm not a runner. Oh yeah, but I hate running. Like the more I hold on to that, I can take the action, but it's gonna be harder for me when I'm telling myself an old story about myself. So I wanna position it to you that, when you are committed to old stories of yourself, firstly, you need to stop and give yourself this, the freedom and the space within your week, within your day, to actually hear your own thoughts because they will be the thoughts that are on autopilot. They will be the thoughts that are on autopilot. You might not even notice some of the shit that you say about yourself that isn't actually your truth, but it's just an old story that you're telling yourself. You might not even notice. So start off by simply giving yourself the ability and the opportunity to notice what you're saying. And when you notice it, I just want you to ask yourself, is this really true for me? Or is it just an old story that I'm clinging on to? Am I really a letdown? Do I really let other people down? Am I really always late? Do I really never ever achieve what I want to achieve? And yeah, you might have evidence of that in the past. And also, by the way, other people might hold that same story to be true about you too. So notice where other people project your old stories onto you too. Oh yeah, Nikki's car's always a mess. Oh yeah, Nikki's always late. Oh yeah, no one knows what Nikki does. She's like Chandler Bing. Notice where your old stories and identities are also upheld by the people around you. And notice how it's going to take a little bit more effort for you to shift through those identities and not hold on to who you once were. Because by the way, who you once were and the old stories that are true about you might suit other people and that might make it feel harder to evolve. Notice that. Other people might be comfortable with the old stories about you. And it's okay and it's safe and you need to create that safety within yourself that says it's okay for me to shift and change. It's okay for me to be different. You know that whole, oh, you've changed. It's said with such a negative connotation. And I want you to create the safety within yourself that says, oh my, I'm only just beginning. I am only just beginning to grow. I'm like a fucking newborn baby. I am, I am not even who I'm gonna be. And that's not shitting on who I am now but I'm not yet who I'm gonna be. So you best get used to me being different every single day, that's okay. I allow that for myself. I don't hold on to old stories or old judgments of myself just because it's comfortable in the discomfort. Notice where you're doing that. So just to summarize on this episode and then I'm gonna wrap up and then I'm gonna dash because I'm on to a get unstuck call very soon. Number one, you're not learning to evolve healthily. If you want my support, if you want my help, 
I would love it if you'd send me a message and say, what's the best way that we can work together for this particular issue? And I will help assess that if you believe that working with me is right for that. So number one, you haven't learned yet to evolve in a healthy way, in a self-supportive way, in a way that be, is makes it able for you to look back, take the lessons and give yourself grace as opposed to give yourself shit and make it mean that you are bad or wrong or a failure. Number two, you're so busy consuming and looking around you and comparing that you're not actually creating change for yourself. You're not taking the small steps of action that compound into you creating change for yourself, you evolving, you changing, right? And number three, you're committed to old stories and old versions of you. That might be the hardest one in this episode. So I hope that you listen to this episode a few times to make it easy for you to actually take this episode and do something with it. So all that said, I believe I've got an outro now. I am getting professional with this. So I'm not going to do my normal ending of the episode. I'm just going to play the outro. There's three things that I ask you to do in the outro. And you know what? If you do them, I'd be so grateful. So please listen to the outro. I've recorded it. I've put music on it. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's bloody beautiful. Anyway, I'll wrap the episode up here. Thank you so much for being with me today. And I've got some epic interviews lined up. I've got some great episodes lined up for you. I will see you in the next episode. Here's the outro. loved having you with me today. Now it's over to you. There are three things you can do straight away. Number one, have a think about what one thing stood out the most in this episode and how you can use it to create change in your life and business and message it to me. Just a simple act of writing it out and sending it to someone who gets it is usually enough to keep you accountable to take the next steps. Number two, think of one person who'd really benefit from hearing this episode today and send it to them. Tell them I said hi. And lastly, don't forget, if it's your time to take this work to the next level, pop me a message and ask about my services and we can see what would be the best fit for you. And as always, please never forget, I am always cheering you on and I hope that you are cheering you on too. <laughs>